Peace and presence, family. Welcome to the Let's Get Lit podcast, where together we are redefining how we get lit by living your truth. I'm your host, Zoe Ostry, and I'm really excited to join you in this intentional conversation. Find that balance between your input and your output, what you give yourself and what you extend to others. Sometimes we feel guilty for resting because we feel that we are not doing enough or that we should be doing more. But I want to take this moment to affirm you that rest is also essential in progress. All right now, beautiful people, welcome back. I missed your presence last week, and I'm excited and energized for this week's intentional conversation. I am 34 weeks pregnant, two weeks before I am full term, or baby is considered to be full term, and so I find myself tired a lot as of lately, Um, just resting, just taking it all in before everything shifts before everything changes before it's not just me and me and my daughter but it's me and my daughter and the newest addition to our family which is still remarkable still amazing I'm still just in awe of the entire journey and the entire process Um, and honestly that's why I extended that gentle reminder because it's something that I've had to remind myself between my input and my output what I'm extending what I'm giving to myself Um, and honoring that space, you know, um, because a lot of times I notice, especially for, uh, moms that we feel guilty when we're resting because there's always something that could be getting done. Always. There's always something to be done, but you have to rest too. I was affirmed in this because I remember, or just a few weeks ago, my daughter was like, I know so many people are counting on you. But you have to rest too. My daughter is five years old. She is wise beyond her years. And she is a constant reminder that not only am I here to teach her, but I'm here to learn from her as well. And I just appreciate that she sees that, that she can even extend that reminder to me at five years old. She's a powerful, wonderful little human. And um, I'm so grateful for her, immensely grateful. Um, But as far as this week's intentional conversation, y'all, we're just going to talk. Truly, this is just as candid as it can be. I really have no topic in mind. I just really, really want to and am going to be consistent in this because I trust um, the power that lies within it and within us sharing our truth and just conversing. So I hope y'all rock it with me. Some things that have been coming up for me in the past two weeks are that your spiritual journey and your physical journey are one. And sometimes I find that we romanticize our spiritual journeys as if it is us reaching a space or place or state of being when we have to really observe 
the space or state of being that we are currently in and realize how that perfectly aligns with where we are spiritually and what is needed to be observed in our lives right there, right now, in that moment. Sometimes we get destination fantasy within our spiritual journeys like, oh, I've reached this place or I will reach this place or when I'm healed. Healing is infinite, y'all. There is no end to this journey. And I don't say that to discourage us or to make us feel like we'll never reach that state of being that we envision and desire for ourselves. But that's just to say that it's going to be work. It's continuous. It's continuous, intentional work that it is not a magical place or state of being. It is a lifestyle. It is a mindset shift. It is all of those things. That's something that's definitely come forth for me. And I've been working on my uh, verbiage, how I regard my spiritual journey and how I view it um, to allow myself to be more present, to be here, you know, because, again, sometimes we're just fantasizing or envisioning or even just excited, you know, about what's to come because we can feel it because we have been equipped with that vision. Sometimes we can get lost within it and forget about the essential steps that we need to take in the present. Um, And so that's definitely something that I've been observing over these last few weeks, um, even more so than normal. And again, another thing that I've been observing is the need for rest. But it's interesting. It's, It's about finding that balance, right? Because you absolutely do need to rest. But there also is a very fine line between the rest that you allow yourself and needing to push past that point because sometimes we can get complacent sometimes the rest you feel you need is your ego telling you to stay exactly where you are and um, it's interesting to observe that difference and to decipher that fine line and make sure that you're not coddling your ego amidst your rest and I think that's why a lot of us feel guilty when we do want to rest because it's like is that my ego trying to keep me where I've been there's been um for me I was acknowledging it as a lack of inspiration or creativity um but I realized just in reflection and through questions that I've been led to through myself and others that sometimes you have to go out of your own way and find that inspiration and stop waiting for it to come to you. You have to put yourself in a space and in, and create an environment in which inspiration is able to thrive. And if we're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's insanity. And that's the way a lot of us live our lives. It's insane. Um, and so it just requires those little shifts, implementing those little shifts. Um, And we'll start seeing big changes. We've heard it before, but it's really so true. Imagine you do the same thing over and over again all day. That's why so many people are depressed. It's why so many people have anxiety. We're doing the same things. We get caught up in the mundane in our routines. We're doing these all the time. And we have that desire, that hope, that drive, that will within us. It's like, oh, no, there's more. There's more. What are you doing? And, and how are you attracting that more into your life? You can't just hope. You can't just want. You got to make those shifts. 
And it doesn't require as much as we think. We got to get out our own heads. We got to get out of our heads and back into this world, into this realm and attracting and bringing forth and into fruition the things that we are deserving of. Another big theme that I've observed in my life and honestly throughout this entire pregnancy has been surrender. And even in saying surrender, my ego flares up. I literally feel it in my chest. Because if you are anything like me, (laughs) you find yourself sometimes just um, loving to be in control. But you realize that you are never really truly fully in control, that there's this chaos that it does have an underlying order to it, but detachment from your need for control is so healthy because it's very rare that our lives parallel um, exactly what we envision. Many times what we know is for us comes to fruition for sure, but it often doesn't come the way we thought that it would. Like, for example, for me, the growth that I've endured over the past year, I trusted that I would be led to this space, but it came forth through a lot of pain, through a painful relationship, through a uh, pregnancy where I'm, again, experiencing a solo pregnancy journey. Um, And a lot of those aspects are super painful and uncomfortable, but it's resulted in me rebirthing myself and me appreciating myself more and having more understanding to my journey of motherhood, my journey of womanhood, my journey of self-discovery. And again, if it it didn't happen how I thought it would, but it happened as it needed. Um, And I'm super grateful, you know, but it's, it's taken some, time to even reach a place of gratitude and many times I find myself where I'm not transparently sometimes I'm just like what the fuck how is this happening again you know but the surrender when you return back to the surrender when you like you settle into this moment and when you surrender you allow you give space for the reasons as to why something is happening whatever is happening in your life you get more clarity as to why those things are happening. You're led to a deeper understanding um, and you give space. You have allowance. You're like, okay, this is why this happened. You're led to that when you surrender. And that's been such a big theme of this pregnancy and I'm so grateful for it because it translates into just my life as an individual. Surrender, just giving space for what's occurring. Um, And by doing that, I'm able to see and find appreciation for the lessons that I'm led to, even if they come forth difficult, like difficultly, difficulty. <laughs> In our last conversation, we talked about community, and I just want to touch on that again. Because I'm so grateful for the people that I've been connected to and with. And you know how they say birds of a feather flock together? They really do. And I'm so grateful to see myself reflected in the people around me. 
even if and even when they get on my nerves and especially then um I come across as this person who's like a people person and I am don't get me wrong but I'm also not at all um (laughs) so I find that I get annoyed very easily it could even be with people that I love exponentially like you know in an inexplicable way I find myself getting annoyed um but what that really does what I what I realize that does it it helps highlight my ego and with that awareness with understanding that most times it is my ego I just get to see myself in a different light again like taking a step outside yourself and seeing who you are from a different perspective from a non- egoic and selfish perspective where you're always protecting yourself and how you're perceive how you perceive yourself where you're kind of able to say hey man that part of you might be a little ugly you know Mm, that right there Mm, I don't know I'm just super grateful I'm grateful for the people that I surround myself with birds of a feather truly flock together and I'm really grateful for my tribe um because there's such a divine understanding between all of us that when when I find myself in spaces where I don't have much output, just returning back to um, just the initial aspect of this conversation, when I don't have much output, sometimes it can be difficult for me to communicate that. But to have that understanding between my collective is so important. And I always find that our energies parallel in such a beautiful way. So that way you don't have to explain yourself because sometimes you just don't want to. You know, I'm not saying that you're not going to have to because when you have a relationship, you need to step outside yourself sometimes. You got to silence what you want and do what's best for that relationship to thrive, right? But sometimes you that's that's also a conflict where you're like, dang, I just want to be understood. I just want people to get me. That's it. You know, I'm tired of explaining myself, you know, and I'm super, super grateful to be around people who get me. And I'm really protecting that aspect of this journey and making sure that I'm surrounding myself with people who get me and at minimum who are willing to learn me. Um, Not even just through what I communicate to them, but especially through observation. I value that. I value that people are willing to take the time to observe my needs. And it's, that's super important. I found (laughs) I'm getting a little emotional, Um, (laughs) but yeah, I'm I'm just so grateful and I just wanted to touch on that aspect once again because community is so important um on this journey. I can't emphasize it enough and that's um another reason why I've created this platform is just to have a community to have these intentional conversations that we need. We we need to have these and it's so helpful just stepping outside of yourself but still seeing you. You know, that's why I'm here. I'm here to reflect you back to you. It could be the things you don't like about yourself. It could be the things you do like to about yourself. It could be the things you aspire to achieve within your own life and vice versa. I'm inspired every day by the people that I'm in contact and connection with, the people that I'm led to cross paths with. I trust and know that there is no coincidence and there's a reason why I've been led to these individuals. Even the seemingly insignificant has such great purpose and influence in our lives if you just take a moment to just observe.
so grateful for the growth that has occurred over this past year, especially. I saw a TikTok and she was saying, they always tell you about 25, but they don't prepare you for 28. And let me tell y'all how true that is. I didn't really think about it before, but 28 was one of my most eye-opening years. And um, if you know me, you know I love numerology. I love the synchronicity of numbers because I realized that the universe communicates through synchronicities and alignment. Um, and so with 28, 2 plus 8 is 10. 10 is a number of completion. Um, but if you add 1 plus 0, it's 1. So it's also like completion, but new beginnings, a new cycle. And typically, when you're 28 years old, you're 10 years as well out of coming out of high school. You're also 10 years out of being a legal adult, you know, to our societal standards. And so it brings forth a major shift. A lot of things happen in year 28 specifically. And then 29 comes and nine is um, a number of self-mastery, self-discovery before you enter that another cycle of 10 again. So it's really amazing um, when you look at it like that. But 28 has taught me so much. It hurt so much, uh, but it taught me the most. And here I am, I'm still learning, of course. A teacher of life is always a student and vice versa. I'm always here to learn and observe. I'll never stop because this journey is infinite, as we've talked about earlier in this conversation. It's been so necessary in leading me to this space. Now I'm able to deepen the application of what I've been led to learn. A lot of lessons that came forth in the past came forth again in year 28, but they came forth in a way where it's like, yeah, you're not ignoring it this time. This time you have to sit with it. And so now I'm able to apply. And it still takes time. You're relearning life. It's like, um, you're just like a baby, you know? This, This rebirth is constant. As you shed the weight of your past, as you are led to new experience after new experience, there are so many versions of you that have existed and that do exist and that will exist in this lifetime. And it's amazing when I look back at all I've been, all I was, all I am, and all that's made me this person that I am right here, right now, I'm floored. Like, wow, that was me for a while. Wow, that part did exist. That a desire did exist within me. I did do those things. Incredible. And in this society, I realize how much people hold on to your past. Almost like they don't want to let you move on from it. You see that especially in the uh, celebrity world where they're holding people on to things they've said or done years and years ago. Imagine if people did that to us if we were judged solely by our past, when that's not even who we are anymore. Imagine. Just think about your own life and how many, how much change has occurred in the past 10 years. You know, you're not the same person, literally, cellularly. You're not even the same person. The growth is incomparable, you know. You can't even compare yourself to who you've been because of who you are, you know. So I don't know. I feel like it's just a 
reminder right here in this moment to observe your past, absolutely reflect on it because it builds so much appreciation for where you are, but don't let it have a hold on you because that's not you anymore. You are who you are right here, right now in this moment. And it's very well that those moments of your past have shaped you to be this person, right? But there's no comparison. You're brand new. Well, beautiful people, I'm not going to make this conversation too long. I just honestly wanted to talk, wanted to share, wanted to just be here with you all and make sure that I'm consistent in something that I'm passionate about because sometimes um, I can have such great momentum and then find myself pulling back. And that's the imposter syndrome and the doubt and the fear that you know, I'm still working on and still breaking down. But on the other side of fear, there's freedom. That is one of my favorite quotes from Will Smith. And I think about it weekly um, because it just reminds me to liberate myself through facing my fears, through facing the things that scare me so I can really um, allow myself to live a life of authenticity, the life that I am deserving of, that I know I'm deserving of. And I I trust the power of this podcast. I trust the power of intentional conversation and intentional energy exchange. I know what power that has because of the influence and inspiration it's had in my life through the intentional conversations that I've shared with others. And so I'm very grateful to be here with you. I'm grateful for your presence always. I mean that genuinely, passionately. And I'm so, so, so honored to just hold space for you and then also for myself. Again, this is like an opportunity for me to step outside myself and talk. And I'm so grateful for that. So thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me here on the Let's Get Lit podcast, where together we are redefining how we get lit by living your truth. I'm your host, Zoe Ostry, and until next week's intentional conversation, I wish you peace, love, light, growth, and abundance. Peace.